The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, Chadville. Happy Tuesday to you. Feels like a Tuesday, doesn't it? A bit of a dreary day out there today. Another one. Um, Thursday, though, maybe looking a little bit better. Um, on the show today, uh, a number of different uh, topics that we want to get to. We'll get an update on Mighty Hudson. Do you remember the story of that young Morn, uh, Mornville baby who was born with um, boy-in-the-bubble disease? Well, he's undergone some uh, treatment down in, uh, in Memphis and uh, doing really well. Uh, so we'll get an update on that. That's going to be your good news story of the day. Uh, today is World Suicide Prevention Day. We'll have a conversation about uh, about suicide, about mental health, plus little white lies. Those little white lies you tell. Have you ever told one when it comes to your finances? Maybe when uh, you're applying for your mortgage. Apparently. One uh, group in our population doing so more than others. We'll talk about that. But right now, uh, do you vape? Do your kids vape? Do you know if your kids are vaping? Uh, Vaping is in the news today with the word that the province is about to review vaping regulations. Um because Alberta is about to become the only province with no provincial regulations around e-cigarettes and vaping. As well, news today that Alberta Health is mandating that doctors report vaping-related diseases. Of course, we've been keeping an eye on news out of the United States where a mysterious vaping-related lung illness has uh, affected more than 450 people and six people have now died from it. Uh, One more announced today. That's according to a report from the country's uh, Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Again, so far, no cases of the lung illness has been associated with uh, vaping or uh, no cases of lung illness associated with vaping have been reported in Alberta so far. Joining me this afternoon, Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Dina Hinshaw. Dr. Hinshaw, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Now, um, as you've been watching and hearing about uh, the deaths and illnesses linked to vaping across North America, what's been going through your mind as Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health? Well, I think there's a couple of things. One is that it was important for us to act quickly to make sure that we had a mechanism for doctors to report any cases that they might see. While we haven't had any cases in Alberta, we want to make sure that if they are happening out there that we know about them so we can participate in the investigation. So the, the second thing is, oh, sorry? No, go ahead. I was just going to say the second thing is really wanting to make sure that people are aware of, of the risks and the risks particularly of having any kind of vaping device or liquid that's purchased outside legal markets. Um, it seems to be something that is increasing the risk in the United States and so wanting to make sure that people have that information. What can you tell us? What do we know about the the lung issues leading to death and illness in the U.S.? You touched on um, the vaping mechanisms being bought kind of on the black market. That's one of the things I was reading today. Anything else that you can add to that? So it is pretty early in the investigation, so uh, it still hasn't been concluded exactly what's happening, but so far the investigation has determined that it's most likely a a chemical exposure that's causing these lung conditions rather than something that's infectious. 
and it does look like some people who've had these lung problems have um, been vaping something with a substance with THC or, mm -hmm. or a cannabis byproduct in it, and some have been vaping nicotine-containing substances. So it really is, is not clear that there's any one mm -hmm. product out there, but it does seem like... Uh, again, it's more linked to illicit market products that there, where that risk seems to be higher. So Dr. Hinshaw, uh, the announcement today that cases of severe pulmonary disease linked to vaping are now officially considered to be notifiable disease in Alberta. What does that mean? And, and what does that mean for doctors? What does that mean for, for patients? So what we do in Alberta, and, and this is common across all the provinces and territories, under our Public Health Act, we can make diseases notifiable that have a public health implication. So we have quite a few notifiable diseases, and this is just the latest one that we've added. And essentially what it means is it gives a legal framework for reporting so that doctors know who to call. Um, often frontline clinicians, doctors might think of calling public health when there's an infectious problem. And we deal with other issues too like this that aren't infectious. So part of it is really, again, just communicating that this is our work, is to look at, at outbreaks um, and looking at outbreaks that are happening in other places, making sure that if they come to us, we're ready for them. What it means to patients ultimately is that if, if someone were to get sick with this in Alberta, that it wouldn't be only the clinical teams treating them. There would be public health involved in the follow-up as well. So they would have more people involved in that investigation to understand what the causes were and to prevent it from happening to anyone else. Dr. Hinch, in the U.S., uh, reading today that the director of the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health uh, has urged people to stop vaping. Uh, this comes after confirming a death linked to vaping in her city. So far, as, as we've mentioned, there's been no illnesses or deaths linked to vaping in Alberta. Would you tell people to stop? What, what would be your recommendation right now? So ultimately what I would say is that people at the highest risk, so young people, pregnant women, and people who don't smoke or use any kind of products right now shouldn't start vaping um, because those, again, are people who are not currently at, at risk of being exposed. So not starting would, would be best. Mm -hmm. I think people who are currently vaping need to consider um, what's best for them. Some people are looking at vaping as a an aid to stop cigarette smoking, which we know is more harmful than vaping. But we also know that vaping is not without risk. So really anyone who can uh, avoid exposure to potentially toxic substances should do so. And um, ultimately it is an individual decision, but but where people can avoid that, it's, it's best. Uh, some of the symptoms being reported include have, uh, difficulty breathing, shortness of breath, chest pain, uh, some people fever, cough, vomiting, diarrhea. I'm guessing if, um, if you're experiencing that, you're urging people to go to their doctors or go to emergency? Yes, really anyone who's who's having symptoms uh, and feeling ill should see their doctors. And if they're worried that those symptoms might be linked to vaping, then it would be helpful for them to talk to their doctors about about vaping. 
there's still, especially because we haven't seen cases mm-hmm. in Canada to date, there's still a lot of other things that can cause those symptoms. Yeah. So it's important to make sure that, that people know just because they have those symptoms doesn't doesn't necessarily mean uh, that, that they're experiencing one of these kinds of illnesses. However, it's always wise when, when people are feeling ill to get medical attention. And again, for treatment of a variety of things, not just this particular syndrome. Yeah, I have to tell you, when I was home this summer talking to my, my niece and nephew who are both in in uh, high school, they were talking about uh, the number of kids, the, the kids that they're going to school with who are vaping now. Uh, that has to be be, that has to be worrisome uh, for for you as a chief medical officer of, of health. What do you what do you say to you know to parents to to, to talk to their kids about this? Um, you know, do we need to be waving a bigger flag for for the kids who are smoking or who are vaping right now? I think we really need to get the message out to young people that although there's um, some indication that that vaping is not as harmful as say smoking cigarettes it's not without dangers so sometimes people mistakenly equate those two things well safer than cigarettes equals safe and in fact that's not the case at all and so i think as you say really encouraging parents to talk to their kids uh, encouraging uh, kids to get the accurate information about vaping and to know that there's things like formaldehyde in uh, vaping devices that and and um, the risk of being addicted to nicotine when you're using these vaping pods that have nicotine containing liquids in them all of those things are very real risks with vaping so Mm. i think we we do need to be getting that information out to our youth and to make sure that they have the right information to make good decisions you know what uh i I don't even have to look at my text line right now and i can probably tell you that there's people saying oh you're just overreacting if there's been no problems here or no reported cases so far in canada what are you worried about you're just stoking the flames what do you say to those folks so i think the important thing to know is that it's not just this particular issue that's been identified in the states there are harms of vaping again such as nicotine addiction and we we don't know what the long-term impacts of vaping are especially when young people are using these devices and their lungs are still um, developing they may have long-term impacts that we won't know about for a few more decades so i guess what i would say is that um, people who are using these devices are part of a, an unstructured experiment in a way. Uh, and so I think it's, it is risky to, to choose to be a part of that because we just don't know what those long-term impacts are. And, w- and that's beyond the, uh, the current acute issue that we're seeing in the United States. One more question before you go. Alberta will soon be the only province in Canada with no provincial regulations around e-cigarettes and vaping. Alberta Health is saying it's going to review that issue in November. Um, what are you hoping comes from that? Well, I think the review of the Tobacco and Smoking Reduction Act is really going to allow us to consider options to prevent and reduce the harms of tobacco, tobacco like products, and vaping products. And so ultimately, the goal is that Albertans lead longer, healthier lives and reduce costs to the healthcare system um, when we can prevent and reduce tobacco and vaping product use. Uh, Dina Hinshaw is Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate your time. Thank you for the invitation. So question for you, are, are you a vapor? Are you using uh, the vape tool, the, the vaping machines right now, whatever you want to call them? Um, are you worried about this? 
Um, it's it's an it's an interesting one, isn't it? I've been watching this over the past couple of months develop when we've seen um, the the news coming out of the states about what's happened there again. Four hundred and fifty, more than four hundred and fifty people um, dealing with a lung illness. Six people have died from it. Now, as Dr. Hinshaw has said, and we've said, there's been no um, illnesses or deaths linked to it in Canada uh, at this point in the U.S. The investigation into what's been going on has not identified any specific vaping or e-cigarette products uh, linked to all cases. Uh, many of the patients have reported using vaping or e-cigarette products with liquids that contain um, things like THC. Um, investigation is the investigation is also suggesting uh, that thickening agents um, like vitamin E. Um, may be causing some of this as well. Um, that vitamin E is being used in black market vaping products um, um, that use THC. So um, it's interesting. I uh, I found it fascinating as I mentioned to Dr. Hinshaw when I was uh, when we were talking there. When I was home um, this summer, uh, my my niece is uh, 17 years old. And uh, she's a basketball player and a a track star. And we got talking about tryouts this year for her team. And I said, well, how are, you know, some of the other girls have been on the team in the years past. How how are they going to do? Are you going to have some returning returning folks? And she says, well, I'm not sure. She says some of those girls are vaping a whole lot now. And she was wondering about what that was going to do to their lungs and whether or not that was going to have an impact on them playing the game coming up. Um, Wondering what your thoughts are on this. And as we talk about uh, students and vaping, we'll take a break when we come back uh, what a high school in Alabama is doing a unique solution to stop students from vaping that and more after this 2.22 on the 6.30 Chen afternoon. We're talking about vaping. Uh, maybe you've started vaping to help your um, stop smoking. I know a lot of you have. Um, if you've been texting in in the last uh, 20 minutes or so, uh, reaction to this, just a heads up, it appears that the texting line might be down right now. So if you want to give me a call to weigh in, you can at 4960063 and about how concerned uh, you are about this. Again, Alberta Health is mandating now that doctors report vaping-related diseases and when we were talking with Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dina Hinshaw, I thought it was um, interesting when I asked her um, in response to what the Director of Public Health in um, Los Angeles County was saying today. She was urging people to stop vaping. Uh, she was saying you need to stop it. Dr. Hinshaw saying uh, this afternoon that uh, really vaping is an unstructured experiment. Uh, We do not know what the long-term effects are. Um, One text that just popped in, it says um, it seems to me smoking cigarettes might be the better option. At least uh, that is going to kill me years and years from now. Apparently, vaping kills um, very fast. Well, you know, it's not... Obviously, there's a there's there's tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people who are out there vaping right now. There has been six deaths. There's been 450 reported illnesses when it comes to vaping. Um, and, and they're suggesting right now that um, it could be some of the uh, black market items. There's there, there seems to be a link there. Now, again, I'm not sure how that's making you feel any safer at this point, but... 
keep that in mind. I had mentioned um, as we were going to break there that a high school in Alabama, it's become such an issue with uh, vaping in this school. Um, they've decided, okay, you know, we've got to do something about this because uh, one of the things are a lot of kids either, you know, because, you know, some of the vaping uh, equipment is quite small. So, you know, either, you know, maybe sneaking it in class a little bit. I'm not sure with that cloud that comes out there, but some people are. Uh, and as I mentioned the other day, I saw someone um, vaping on a, on a plane uh, within the past year. Back row, kind of tucked under, you know, under the coat, but definitely vaping. I was in the row beside him. Um, but one of the things that they were saying is that a lot of the students who are vaping uh, were going into the restrooms. So the school has decided to remove some of the doors from the bathroom stalls in the boys' restroom. I don't know why it's just the boys. Maybe it's the boys who are doing it more. I'm not sure why not the girls. Um, This comes two weeks after a student passed out while vaping in the bathroom. The principal at the school saying door removals could be temporary while the school figures out another solution. And as we mentioned, um, Kansas um, has just confirmed the first death related to this, six so far in total. This has been the reaction of some of the parents um, to removing the doors in the bathroom. Me as a parent personally, I I think that's a little excessive. I don't like it. They take their only private place in the school that they can do their business. So um, some of the parents not too uh, thrilled about uh, thrilled about that. Um, someone says, yeah, I've heard rumors about bubbles on the lungs. Yeah, there's been a whole bunch of different um, reports um, with what the symptoms are, what some of the issues um, that have been showing up. Some of the symptoms that have been reported uh, in the States, um, as I mentioned, include difficulty breathing shortness of breath or chest pain before hospitalization. I mean, that could be a number of things, couldn't it? Uh, Health officials also said uh, some patients have reported fever, cough, vomiting, and diarrhea. So it's really all over the place. I'm curious to know, parents, um, you know, have you talked to your kids about vaping? I mean, do you you have that conversation? And what does that sound like? Are your kids vaping? Um, You know that my husband's a, a, a teacher, and he's seeing a lot in the school's now he's seeing or uh, in his school he's seeing uh, a lot of kids uh, vaping uh jay says uh, one of my colleagues at works vapes to prevent smoking again out of curiosity i took a haul and choked my guts out um the liquid li- the liquid that was used in this one was oil-based um and someone said yeah and vitamin e yeah the solid yeah there's issues with it uh, someone's saying vaping is not cool. You're taking more product than you realize. And then Dan says, maybe we should all go back. Maybe we should all go back to using those licorice cigars and pipes. No one ever died from those. But remember how everyone thought um, that it was, a, a, it was a bad precedent for us. It was, it was setting kind of a, a bad ideas in, in our young minds. Remember those Popeye cigarettes? How bad those were? Those really were, you know, that's just child's play <laughs> literally at that point um so we'll we'll keep an eye on this as it unfolds we'll keep you updated on that as we mentioned um the the province is soon going to be the only 
province in Canada with no provincial regulations around uh, e-cigarettes and vaping. Um, the minister, the health minister, Tyler Shandro, saying he is committed to developing appropriate regulation of vaping and related products as part of a review of Alberta's legislation on tobacco and smoking beginning in November. Uh, Right now, according to the province, the existing legislation, the Tobacco and Smoking Reduction Act, does not explicitly address vaping. We don't know when uh, that uh, review will be completed. Keep your text coming in at 630-630. As always, the the lines here open as well at 496-0063. Your 230 News up next.